Hey guys, welcome into this bonus episode of Masters World. I'm currently sitting on the beach, hanging out. Um, been seeing all the math stuff go on. Just kind of wanted to share my opinions on it. This isn't going to be a long podcast, but I just wanted to hit on some points. So, without further ado, thank you for tuning in. All right, hey guys. Okay, so a couple questions I want to ask that I'm not really understanding with this whole Mavs free agency is, first off, why are Mavs fans so up in arms about this free agency? First couple things, we now have $22 million in cap after the Seth Curry signing, which um, I've talked to some friends and I I think we've come to the conclusion it's a pretty good signing. He shoots the ball at 45% clip um, from the three-point line. He's not the best uh, best defender, but will anchor down a second unit and really help space the floor with Luca enforcing this. Next question, or back to the original, why are we so up in arms? I don't understand what Mavs fans' realistic expectations are. Now, I understand it was brought to my attention that it's more about the last eight years and a lot about us striking out with big-time free agents. But quite frankly, think back to what we've done in the last 12 months. We've gotten Kristaps Porzingis traded to us, and we've gotten Luka Doncic. We were looking forward to this season, or not looking forward to it, but paying homage to our boy Dirk this season. And people weren't excited about that, but it was a really cool time to reflect on what Dirk has done. In that time, we landed Luca. Actually, went and got Luca um, in the draft. We went out and got him, and made a big time splash trade for him. And then we went out and traded for Porzingis. If we were to be signing Porzingis right now, this off season. Everybody in Dallas would be going crazy. Let me repeat that. If we were to sign Porzingis this offseason, away from the Knicks, although he was restricted, Mavs fans would be going crazy, be super excited. Um, And he is a max contract type of guy, the guy to take a swing on. But instead, that happened. We've grown numb to that, as my buddy Daly Markham said, he he brought this to my attention. We've gone numb to that. So we're upset when we don't land guys, tier two, tier three guys like Patrick Beverly, or we're going after guys like Danny Green, or we don't land Al Horford. Look, we're not, our expectations don't need to be championship next year. That's just not who we're going to be. We need to fight to get in the playoffs, scrap in a really, really tough Western Conference, and uh, get. Porzingis and Luca some playoff experience. Like that is what we're going to be doing. Our window is in three to six years, not next year. So be okay with not getting these tier two, tier three type of guys. Now, I think the Mavs strategy, and this is not profound, is to draft like you're drafting in an auction for fantasy football. And what I mean by that is We are waiting for everyone else to spend their money. Currently, we are sitting third with the most cap space. So we are waiting for people to spend their money. And when everybody does spend their money, we're going to go after these guys that um, are below market value. We're not going to overspend for tier two, tier three type guys. We're going to get value with tier four, tier five type guys and help get them a contract. It's a, you know, they're playing for their deal. Guys like Willie Cauley-Stein, um, I'm trying to think who are some other guys. We might land Danny Green. I think that'd be a great fit because of his veteran leadership. But we're going to go after guys that um, are 
undervalued and we can just go snag because everyone's tired of spending all of their money or they have already spent all their money. So I like what the Mavs are doing. They're being prudent. Again, the goal for next season needs to be make the playoffs, not win the championship. Let's be realistic here. The Mavs front office has done a pretty fantastic job. Um, last take I want to hit you with is uh, last take I want to hit you with is what are the types of guys or what's the framework we're going to get? I don't want to sit here and speculate on what guys we're going to get, but types of guys we're going to get. And, and again, my buddy Daly and I just had a long conversation discussing this. Types of guys we need to go after are athletic three and D type guys. That's no secret. They are very hot. They're a very hot commodity within this, this NBA. Those guys aren't easy to come by, but they're a lot easier to come by than guys like Kristaps Sporzingis or Luka Doncic, who, again, we've landed in the last 12 months. So we need these 3 and D type guys. Danny Green fits that mold perfectly. Malcolm Brogdon, Pat Bev, those types of guys. So I've already named three. Um, and two of them have already signed. Hopefully we land Danny Green. It would be awesome. But we need that 3 and D type athlete. We've DFS, Doriel Finney-Smith is a nice um, – piece that already does that for us hopefully he continues to improve and we you know that's the type of guy we're not going to keep but someone else is going to pay him but that's the type of guy we're looking for these undervalued three and d type guys who are willing to get better and work in our system the next type of guy we need to look at is we need a guy who can defend uh other bigs um Kristaps is going to play the four of a lot of times so not only are we going to be able to space the floor with our shooters we can be huge we can add a guy who might just be a rim runner because Porzingis is versatility so with that being said we need a big who can defend um we really complement Porzingis nicely or we need another big who can shoot who would space the floor even further for Luca, which would be insanity so um I hope you enjoyed I hope you got something out of this Mavs fans, relax. We've done the Mavs front office has done really has really done a great job these last 12 months. Cut a break. Don't freak out over this this offseason. We're doing a pretty good job. I you know I, I, I believe in what they they're doing and I believe in what they're building. And remember our windows in three to six years, not not tomorrow. So I hope you got something out of this. Um, I'll see you next time on Masses World. Thanks for tuning into this bonus edition. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Masses World. Again, instead of rating, subscribing, and reviewing this podcast, I ask that you share it with one person that might like to hear it. Thanks again for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you next time.